0: This is the Endless Ranters Podcast.
1: Good evening, oh, endless
2: ranners. Welcome back for episode one seventy one of this here podcast. My name is Chris. Oh, this is the endless ranners. Good evening. endless ranners. Good endless ranners. All that I said all that stuff. My name is Chris. I'm just a mostly peaceful dad from North Texas, and one of your hosts for this evening. I'm joined by other hosts and a guest tonight. Our first host is Robbie in the spotlight. It's Robbie spotlight, everybody. He's back. He's, you know. He's here and there. He's a busy man. What's going on, brother? What up, homies? How's it going? Yeah, it's going right here. How about the other homies?
3: This homie's Holland.
2: <laughs> oh, good. Oh, well, there's the other homie. It's Kwana. How you doing, Kwana? It's the it's the soggy mom living in the crunchy mom's world.
3: That's me. That's me. I thought you were asking us to call ourselves out, Manny. As,
2: as did I, I'm no, not. I'm just, <laughs> who is this character that you're embodying tonight, Chris? I must ask. Hmm? Who is this character <laughs> that you're embodying? I'm just trying to, we're just trying to get it started. What? Okay. What's the problem? No, no problem. I'm very excited because, well, no, producer Manny, what's going down, my man? Oh, uh, you know, I'm just running there. a little low on sub dog over here at my house, but hanging in there. Oh, what? Running low on With- what? On Sup dog, what's up, dog? oh not much, man. Just chilling over here, you know. <laughs> hey, Enjoyed? you don't have enough. You don't have enough kids to be telling jokes like that, bro.
0: Like, yeah, come on, the man. What? dog. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, I don't know. I knew I, I was walking into you. something treacherous there. Heck
3: i your just pause. Got me. You paused so long. Robbie was like superhero in the second <laughs> airspace
2: <laughs> yeah okay love it love it that's cool, that's team cool. Effort. it's gonna be one of those nights all right <laughs> it sure is we are welcome we are welcoming back one of our most important guests ever it's the one and only andrew mcgiffen andrew mcgee as we lovingly call it or as i love him to call him i don't know about you but other people but yeah you know, i love this man
0: he's a the hero that's right. What's going on, man? How are you? Am I the most important guest because I'm the one who got everybody talking about porn in every episode? Was that is, you that did that? Was well, that your you know, metric? It's like,
2: yeah, it was me. Is that how you love your your measure your level of importance? You did do that, didn't you? You got Jaden. You got Jaden talking about the snaggletooths and all that stuff. You got him to open up.
0: I've got my award for Hole of the Year on my door, and next to it is Guy who brought porn to endless Runners.
3: <laughs> nice, nice. That is quite the achievement.
2: Well, good job, man. I had a fake,
3: uh, I had a fake Adam Corolla account come after me, so I oh, well, that's right, yeah. Award for that too. Some stalker.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, should we? Should you talk about that more? Like, because that's kind of that's that's uh that's out yeah. there. Wait, what was the name yeah. of this fake Corolla account? It's Adam Carolla, it was
3: right? Adam Corolla. Yeah. he oh, okay. It was like, it looked like an Adam Corolla. Like, I woke up one in the morning and, and I was like, oh, Adam Corolla must have gotten hacked because it was like, like this photo, like this photo, like this photo. And then there was a like a comment on one of my pictures that said, hey, girl. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like, wow, that's very <laughs> brazen of him. Didn't know that he was out there like that.
3: Oh, so I said, he's getting desperate. He got hacked. I thought he got hacked and then my friend came back and said, no, look at, it's only like 60 people following that page. Like someone literally made it out of girl, a fan page to come Mm. like a bunch of my pictures. Fucking weird. Stop it. Y'all.
2: So, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty (laughs) weird. (laughs) No. So you thought you got hacked by the real page, but there was just like a fake. Okay. Okay.
3: Yeah. I thought he must've gotten hacked. Like, you know, cause sometimes I interact with the Adam Carolla page on Facebook or whatever. Cause they post on there and I try, I try and interact on any of my friends that have like a business that they run from their page. Like it makes, you know what I mean? So it, it fucks with the algorithm. So I always try and give a little love and yeah. I, so I just thought it was his page must've gotten hacked. And no, it was just a fake page created to some like, my weird, old, old post from like eight years ago, nine years ago. It's weird. So anyway,
2: I don't know what to say about that. I, I really don't know what gets into people's brains to, to do that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, there's some weirdos out there.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: that's for sure. So it's Friday again. We're joined by Andrew. It's good to see you, man. What's been going on with you since, uh, I mean, what's going on with you um, since the last time we talked to you? It's been probably three three years, maybe, since you are on the show.
0: Well, I uh, moved to Toledo, got a job at Jeep, and now we're on strike. So I am sitting on my ass all day, much like everybody else but me was doing during the pandemic.
2: So you're back in Ohio?
0: hmm
2: Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought you were down south somewhere.
0: I used to live in Florida. I moved in in the middle of the pandemic.
2: Okay. Well, I knew you're working at a Jeep, you said. But um, I guess I missed the move part, but that make, that makes sense. So you're on strike now?
0: Correct. We've been on strike. They're doing like different plants every week, but we were the first one to go. So we've been on strike the whole time.
2: So is it like a cascading effect? Or are they like switching on and off? Or is it just once it you go down, to, you're down? You
0: know, the union only has enough money to pay us for a certain amount of time. So they're trying to like, you know,
2: uh, disrupt
0: like as efficiently as possible, as yeah. as doing this all at once. Cause they couldn't afford to do us all at once.
2: Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Is there like a message out there you want to put out there about that whole business? Cause it's like, uh, uh, yeah, my dad, you know, my dad worked for general motors when I was a kid. Um, In Detroit. No, no, and he worked for GM in Wilmington, Delaware. Oh, I don't, even, I don't know if that plan exists anymore, but uh, that's where he worked. So. Um, I wouldn't
0: be surprised. GM saw his stuff all over the place.
2: Yeah, he had, he was a union a- guy, and he in like I remember times when I was a kid where he would just not be like he'd be more available. Like my parents were divorced, so they were he was not you know I wasn't around a lot, but the, there were times I remember when I was a kid where he'd be around for like extended periods of time. And he would. I remember he would tell me stuff like he was still getting paid, or I don't know. It was you know.
0: There's a, he'd, he'd I've never that had that. a union job before. The amount of people who get paid to do nothing, like it, it's astonishing. But um, yeah. this is the first time they've ever struck all three companies at once. The big three: GM, Ford, and it used to be Chrysler, but now they're Stellantis, or as we like to call them, Stella. But uh, yeah, all three Stella. at once has never happened before. Yeah. What's up? Well. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, it does seem like there's like another level of strategy going on here um, from what I know. And again, I, you know, I'm glad to have you on because you can talk about it more, but it does seem like there's another level. But what's up with the Stellantis? Like I never, they're like, oh yeah, we're going to go against Chevrolet, Ford, and Stellantis. Like who the hell are these people? <laughs> so years ago, uh,
0: Chrysler- they, Are the Mars-
2: aliens here? for Are they are they here now? Like what's going on?
0: So years ago, Chrysler merged with Fiat. And became one big company, which was Chrysler Fiat Automobiles, and then right around the time I got hired, they merged with Peugeot, the French car company. So now I think I think we're the third biggest automaker in the world with VGM, because we make a lot of European cars now. And it's well, like da. It's a <laughs> Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Alfa Romeo, Fiat, and Peugeot. I know. I didn't
2: really. Is I that,
0: that tra-
3: Is that the Revol stuff that I keep seeing everywhere? That truck, that electric truck. It's like Revol. Oh, Rivian. Right? No, Rivian? that's something else. Rivian. Not that I'm okay. Sorry.
2: No, that's a different okay. one. You guys didn't, didn't tell Larky, me that. You, you know, it? you didn't tell me that he was going to come on here and start talking French and all this stuff <laughs> so much. <laughs> well, he's a man of culture. You know, he's cultured. What can we okay. say? Yeah. Okay. Fine. No,
0: the only truck we make is Ram. I think. I think could be wrong
2: that i have well
3: god bless the Hemi.
2: yeah Celantis is strange but yeah there's more things going on i don't know what are your what are your thoughts do you think uh it's going to work or do you think it's going to end up like a positive result or a negative result overall i mean it's you know it's like it's hard to say well, like win lose but
0: so here's the situation and i can only speak about the toledo assembly complex we make the jeep wrangler and the jeep ladder and I don't know what's going on at GM or Ford or any other parts of plants, but at our particular plant, basically, people, people make six figures or close to six figures as soon as they start. They start full-time. They make a lot of money right away because there's a lot of overtime and a lot of different bonuses and stuff. So those people, especially, like, young kids, 22, 23, who are in a union, figured out at a certain point that they don't have to show up to work if they don't want to. So you have these people who can pay all of their bills in the first week of the month and then yeah. not work for the rest of the month. And they really won't get in a lot of trouble for it. Uh, and then people started going out and uh, applying for FMLA, which is the Family Medical Military Leave Act, which basically mm-hmm. means I've got a bone spur in my ankle and you can't fire me and I can miss as much work my as I a limited amount of work. Stuff or, like that. You know,
2: yeah. my, my wife had a baby or something like that.
0: Yeah, and uh, it's a very difficult. Sorry, Robbie. It hurts. (laughs) There are definitely people in the plant who have legitimate medical issues and legitimate reasons to not be at work. But essentially, they have. There's a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. There's five thousand five hundred of us at uh, Toledo, and uh, so they had such a problem with getting people to show up for work that they started coming up with trying ways to get people to show up to work more. So they pulled up the uh, 40, 50, 60 program, which is where full-time employees can choose how many hours a week they wanna work, 40, 50, or 60. And then they started hiring temporary employees, this guy, to come in and cover all the days where people were not coming into work, either for actual absenteeism or because, um, or because of the 40, 50, 60 program. And it was only supposed to be, we were supposed to work three days a week, And we were supposed to be there for roughly two or three years, and then they would hire us for a full-time position, which again, six figures, rock star benefits, it goes on and on and on. Uh, Well, that didn't happen. I have never worked a three-day week, just about. Uh, I've worked 60 hours a week as long as I've been here, which is three years yesterday. As a team, I do not get health insurance, or I get health insurance, I do not get vision insurance, I do not get dental insurance, I don't get the roughly $15,000 bonus that full-time employees get based on how often they work, even though most of the time I work more than they do. And uh, basically for the past couple of years, like I came into work like every day learning new ways that I was screwed just by doing the same job as everybody else, but not getting all the union benefits. And uh, that is a key thing that the union is fighting for, is trying to get us all either hired or treated the same as everybody else. So for that yeah
2: that's, message, a, yeah, that's a crazy system. Yeah. Shitty so they, system.
0: So they come down on the news afterwards and they're like, hey, these people can't afford to pay bills. They can't afford to buy groceries. They can't afford to, you know, pay for the cars they built. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Yes, they can. They make 105, 110, 120, not 120, but hundred, you know, over six figures. If you're full time
2: in Toledo, in Ohio.
0: If you're a full-time employee with benefits and all that stuff. It's is toledo
2: a very expensive place to live you know like
0: no not at all
2: new york not city you, know, like, you, no. can,
0: you can find a house for any price here if you if you wanted to buy a house for twenty thousand dollars you can find it here. if you want to buy a house for a million dollars you can find it here. it's it's very we are basically and this is another reason why this strike is so scary jeep like employs a lot of people and people make a lot of money with gds and high school diplomas so it's basically a wall that keeps us from turning into Detroit. We're essentially southern Detroit. And if Jeep ever left, this place would be worse than Detroit in mm. a matter of months. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not expensive to live here. Even, you know, comparatively, if you were going to go to the nicer part of town, you know, you'll find houses for like $350,000. But those houses, if you would have bought them in Florida, where I came from right now, would be over a million dollars
2: feels like a situation where I don't even know what you'd call it, but it's like the majority of people are robbing the place before it just goes bankrupt. So like, cause I know yeah. like a big, a big marketing push, I don't know yeah. if it's true or not, but like a big, uh, a big marketing push of the union is that they want, you know, like whatever it is, like 40 or five 400% pay increases for union members four days a week, but like their whole, they know that's crazy, but their whole thing is that the executives and the, yeah, the executives have been getting 400% pay increases and giant bonuses. So
0: the original then, but then at the same
2: them. time, but then at the same time, so it's like, okay, I, I, I can accept that these pop, the people at the top are probably taking advantage, but at the same time, the people at the bottom it's, or not, you know, for better for lack of better words they're also taking advantage like and just you know work like you said work in a week and then and then and then yeah, what happens is then confident. they have to pay they they pay like they have a temp crew they have like a system in place where they have to pay a lot of money to folks that aren't in the union or i don't know you, you know take it from there but it just Play seems it. like it's yeah. like bad yeah, things you. are going on at the top and the bottom
0: you really hit the nail on the head because it really is that way. And us temps are in the middle, just getting it in both holes, man. It, re- it really is. We're just getting it from both ends saying what we are, are scabs, which if you don't know is a word for non-union labor. It's somebody who the company pays and doesn't have. Well, to I went through the, money. uh,
2: and when the NFL players strike, when the NFL strike in the, what was it? The eighties, <laughs> I went through that and the scabs and all that. Yeah. So, so there's, like, there's like a third party. There's like the, the executives, there's the, Union members, and there's this third party, the temps.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly, so. exactly. So the union's trying to get rid of that. The rest of the stuff you were saying, it's a forty percent pay increase is what they started at, and they wanted a thirty-two hour work week, which you, the plant runs twenty-four hours a day, pretty much. You know, usually they take off Sundays, but other than that, it's all day every day. So you know what they mean is you start getting overtime after thirty-two hours, which again. People right now, I think they max out at $33 an hour. So overtime for them is 33 almost $50 an hour, around $50 an hour. And then we get paid double for holidays. So that's like, you know, $66 an hour for holidays for people that are just maxed out now. So if you want a 40% increase on top of that, it's a lot of money.
2: Yeah, I don't really, I I feel like, um, you know, I don't. I don't want that job, but it's like, I feel like if you, if you have that job and you're in Toledo, you should be, uh, you should be balling. You know, you should be. <laughs> A
0: lot of them are, man. A lot of them are. A lot yeah. Of I mean, you should are. be
2: balling. You should not be complaining, I guess. But if, if there's someone in your ear saying, Hey, if you complain and you join this, this strike or whatever, then, you know, you can be balling even harder. You know, it can just be, you know, life can well, be e- easier than it even is.
0: Like if you watched me do my job, you'd be like, "Oh, that's not that hard." But when you do it for ten hours a day, sixty hours a week, it is
2: hell. Uh, like, yeah, no, no. I, I don't, I don't discount those types of jobs in any way because it's like, you know, showing up is is part of it. You know, showing up and being consist consistent. Um, you know, operating equipment that's, you know, is millions of dollars. You know, um, oh yeah. No, it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, it, I don't really think of it that way. Like, uh, it makes me think about a story. My dad would tell me because he worked, he worked at this general motors plant in Wilmington, Delaware. I remember seeing the mugs, the, the beer mugs that he'd bring home for the cars and like the year and like the hats and stuff. Cause it'd be like, you know, like Chevelle, like, like, like whatever, like Chevette, um, and uh, But he would say that the uh, there was a weird thing. It was like, yeah, just like gifts that they would give the guys on the line for that, you know, whatever that year's make and model. Um, and I think he worked like he put the seats in cars. Uh, yeah. But uh he would tell me Pretty that there were guys. Yeah, he would tell me that. there. And this is like, you know, this is like the 70s, late 70s, early 80s. But so there probably was some still some muscle power, you know, like, you know, just. It was a little, you know, not as robotic, but uh, he would tell me that there were people that guys that would, uh, they would just drink. They would just bring like a six pack in on the assembly line. They'd bring a six pack in a drink and he would like, I remember him telling me this. It was crazy, but he would say like, then those guys, if they get caught, then they just have to go into some program and they would still get full pay and they would just come back. So then he's. He would tell me that the foreman, and it may not be the exact same thing, but he would tell me the situation where the foremen were, they weren't sure they were in a position where they couldn't decide whether it was better to keep the drunk guys on the assembly line, putting the chairs in wrong. And that's why Chevette's were pieces of shit, you know, <laughs> oh,
1: no. or,
2: or report them because reporting them is just giving them like a three-month vacation. And they'll just right. say, "Well, I, I, you know, I have a drinking problem," and they just get mm-hmm. paid the same, yeah. and they just stay home for three months. And yeah, it wasn't, I you know, it's, it's right. like it's it's unfair to say that it's it's like everybody, but it's like an enough to where it's like, damn, that's a, this is this is really making cars expensive for everybody else like this." That's the bottom yeah. line. It makes everything more expensive for everybody else.
0: That definitely still goes on, and everything else under the sun. This is hearsay, but I believe it entirely. Somebody got art hand in the bathroom and kept their job. But that's another part of it, which is that I don't. You're talking about a
2: six, like a literal six pack in a in a paper bag, like on the assembly line, like just sitting there.
0: You know, I did. no one is going to be that brazen about it now. But there's, yeah, I for sure, well, I you got to use a stuff. flask. And all I'll say, is, uh, weed is legal in Michigan, is what I'll say about that. So, I, oh yeah, now I'm it's two different. Two minutes yeah. from the border, so but but it's, I, the, same, it's the same. It's the same
2: scenario. It's the same thing for the foreman or the supervisor or management or whatever. It's like, should I let this guy just keep putting, you know, like maybe effing up, or should I report him and give him a vacation?
0: Because mm-hmm. well, and and thing.
2: also he doesn't, and the guy or gal doesn't care. Like just doesn't care.
0: No, nobody cares. Well, like when your dad was uh, working there, they probably were really were balling. And even in comparison now, because another issue and a more legitimate issue that the union is bringing up is in 2008 during the uh, financial crisis, when they came to negotiate that contract, they gave up a lot of stuff that we used to have that your dad probably had and pensions being the big one. Mm -hmm. And uh, a big part about the strike now is they want that stuff back. They're like, okay, it's been, you know, what is it, 15 years, 16 years since... You know, I we gave my all dad, that stuff up, and
2: now we want it back. Short story is my dad before he hit like the the like the big mark or whatever, he just sold out, and they but he cashed out his like whole whatever he had and just bought a couple of businesses and and took it from there. But he yeah, just hated like. I,
0: you too.
2: Be fair, he might have been better off just staying there. You know. Yeah. <laughs> he he'd be making like four thousand dollars per hour by now. No, I mean, he's he's passed away by now, but you know, like. <laughs> Um, but he just hated it. Like he hated it because, man, you know,
0: Sorry, I I have a friend hmm. in uh, Alabama and uh, she works at Mercedes Benz, which is a non-union plant. And uh, I went to her wedding shortly before I came up here and took the job. So I sat in front of her and I said, what can I expect? And she says, you'll hate every part of your life. You'll be miserable. You'll curse everyone who walks in front of you, but you'll never quit because the money's too good. And holy shit that is the case
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: and that's for me and i don't even like you know what i mean like i if i never took a day off i'd make you know roughly 60 grand a year as a temp but like uh you know the dude like i said the dudes who have been there for a while they make you know 110 grand sometimes if you if they get the right bonuses and stuff and you know don't take that many days off 60k as a temp is good it that is 60 hours a week you know but Especially yeah I, I, it's I'm good it's good
2: it's good. It's just it's just like um as many things are it's just kind of perverted the way it all works it's, it's like it's just like it's hard to plan around it's hard to like build your it's just it's just weird where you're living in a world where well i don't know andrew you know you can say it. it's like just things don't really make sense that much it's just uh keeps you Yeah, I know what you mean when it's like, yeah, it's just like, man, they just won't fire me.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, the joke I always make is that I need a fucking sundial to tell you how much money I make, because I make three different pay grades throughout the course of a week. And, you know, and then there's the full timers. They get a number of bonuses in addition to the, you know, multiple pay grades. So, like, I've never had a union job before. It's some of the craziest shit, like, you know, I came from Florida and Florida, like the job I had, I've seen people who walked out who'd been there for 10 years just, you know, because they pissed somebody off that day. People, when we were getting ready to strike in the months before, when we were here, people were just wearing shirts to say, like, fuck Jeep, fuck management, fuck you <laughs> people and all this shit. So it's like <sighs> when I got there, I went to the orientation in Detroit. And they came out and the, and the company guy's like, yeah, you know, we pay a lot of people. We've kept these cities alive for years and we make these cars and everybody loves the Jeep Wrangler. And he sits down and the union guy gets up and he goes, fuck Jeep, fuck the company, fuck Solantis, fuck these people. You work for the union and we work for you. And I'm like, holy shit, like somebody called the police. This dude needs to be fired. <laughs> but it's
1: just, you
0: know, it's just how it is. And like, I am UAW local 12. There's hundreds of locals. I'm 12. That's how old this union. It's like, it's, you know, one of the first auto manufacturing places in the country. So it's like it, the union stuff goes that old. And there are, there are people in the plant where it's a religion or if the, they'll look at you side-eyed, if you even talk to a manager.
2: Oh yeah. I bet. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. It's like, it becomes tribal kind of. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Like at, um, like a mafia type situation, like they want you to be loyal, right? Like you need to be loyal to the union. Family comes first.
0: Right. I mean, there's good reason for that, you know, like in as much as I will complain about certain things, like it has, like I said, kept my city alive for years and years and years. They were threatening to leave in like 97 when I was a kid and the city freaked out and did all these like campaigns to try to get them to stay. And like, and that's just, that's kind of the defeating part about it. It's like back in the day that you knew this was a job to have. You, you, like, it was so hard to get into. That's kind of why they brought in tents. It's like, you're going to do a couple years in the trenches, and then you're going to be rewarded with this position. But right. like, you know, now I tell people I work at Jeep and they're like, oh man, you must see. And I'm like, no, nah. like, it's not, you know, it's not what they, uh, what they're all cracked up to be.
3: They changed the dream on you. Sucks that sucks i mean that's kind of like all of the you know songs written about cities that have lost their factories and stuff it's kind of you know it's just that is what's happening it's disgusting this whole thing is disgusting so good for you for sticking with your union and i hope that they continue to support you that i heard i have a girlfriend who's a flight attendant and she says they are next to like i
0: heard yeah
3: yeah, be done with the bullshit. Cause they their job really is kind of bullshit. I know Adam always complains about it, but like they have to be in their uniform and like at the airport hours before they ever are on a plane. And, and they don't get paid, paid until the doors are shut and like you're taking off. That's when their pay starts. So all of the boarding, all of the bullshit, the people putting their bags on, they're not even on the clock yet so mm-hmm. gross so they just want that
0: hate what'd you say i said who doesn't hate flying you know what i mean imagine doing it for a living
3: yeah well yeah i don't know i think it'd be cool but yeah she's they're gonna strike so and like you well, said are- they're, they all have like their profile pictures kind of talking shit about what's going on <laughs> it's like wild to see it right before it erupts
0: But I'll tell you guys, just like as an example of like the kind of city we live in here, Uh, you know, I grew up not far from the plant, um, probably like two blocks the opposite direction. And uh, years and years, you know, ago, my papa or my grandfather, he bought a house in that neighborhood. And then he had, you know, seven kids, my mom being amongst them. And they all had kids. So my whole family lived in this one neighborhood. And then, you know, I moved away and I moved back. But I lived next door to my pet when I was a kid. We all kind of lived around his house. Well, a couple of months ago, maybe like a year ago, I'm sitting there at work and I'm starting to get all these text messages. And they're like, dude, check the news. Check the news. The house I grew up in, a bunch of drug dealers killed some kids, took them to this house and then burned the house down. Oh, No. So that, like, that's the level of, like, that's where we're at now. If they lose, like, the, you know, Jeep decides, like, they're done with this union stuff because, you know, they wanted a 50% pay raise and they go to Mexico, it'll be worse than that. A lot worse. Yeah.
2: Scary.
3: Oh, scary. It's
2: already happening, it's- too. Like, it's like, they've already left, or, you know, not Jeep, but other businesses, whatever, have already left other parts and just things are... Uh, Things are not, things are kind of unraveling a little bit. And I'd say that they, they can turn around pretty quickly and they can start to re-ravel or ravel. I'm not sure what the opposite of unraveling is. But yeah.
3: Robbie City, too, is literally everyone's <laughs> oh, I know. He's constantly. city. Like
2: kind of I, don't, I, don't I, like, I don't even share like, I don't even share like half the stuff I see about San Francisco. <laughs>
0: I uh, I flew into San Francisco for Louisa's wedding, and I picked up my rental car. And the lady's like, "Okay, now here's the deal: people break windows and steal stuff around here. Now it's like, okay if they do. We won't we won't charge you for the broken window." And, I, and I'm like, "Okay, well, I'm staying in Modesto. It's fine." She's like, "Okay, good. All right, just let
2: it go." <laughs> I don't know. That would have uh, given me free uh, reign to just totally trash the car be like i came across some really rally citizens here yeah it's a really great time if you're just a total like you know slob (laughs) or dirtbag whatever like you have no respect for anything like it's great time to be alive
4: if you have a window breaking fetish this is your city
3: (laughs) (laughs) or any fetish
2: for that matter
3: come on down you like to steal shit Come on in. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad. Like I see all this stuff. Street?
2: I'm just like, man, I should Bring this is here. hilarious. I should share it. No, I shouldn't. No, it's not cool. It's like, yeah, you can you'll see me in the background.
4: <laughs> oh hey guys.
3: Bad face. Dying uh, inside
4: little by little. Poor yeah.
3: Robbie.
4: Poor Robbie. Yeah. But no. we'll see. Oh, a hey, uh, speaking of uh California, Gavin Newsom's in Israel. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Sorry. know what he's doing there. Hello, he's our he's senior. Yeah, he's
3: yes. our, savior. He's our white savior.
4: He, he must be banging someone's wife there.
2: I, Some I don't dude don't, hang 10.
4: Yeah.
2: Oh man. I think it's uh well, you know, of course, there's one at one level it's him just wanting to get maximum face time mm-hmm. with his mm-hmm. uh, non-lizard face. <laughs> but on the other hand, it's like the the Democrats are coming. They're coming across like some real anti Semites this past week, two weeks. Oh, yes, whatever. they are. So they're, there's like, so there's some people that are saying that like they're trying to send all their big names, you know, despite, you know, rockets being fired. Like, why is Joe Biden, why is our president going to the, go, like, landing in Tel Aviv when there's like nonstop Hamas rockets going off? I mean, maybe we are, yeah. maybe we're controlling the rockets, but you know, like, what's he, what's going on? Like, why are all these popular uh political figures going over there for because they're trying to show solidarity, you know. I should do both. And it's just it's bullshit. They're, they're yeah.
0: well, the theory is they're trying to start World War Three. That's the theory It's oh. coming around. That that's the that's the uh safe non-racist. Well, I want to ask
2: well who's they but it's like man there's a lot of they's out there. It seems like there's more there's a lot of a lot of folks out there that are just like World War Three would work out good for us. I mean, maybe this podcast—you is- know—maybe we'd finally be able to monetize. But you know, <laughs> but like, there's like a lot of like Iran, like the 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 World Economic Forum, you know, like all the politicians across the across the globe that are in no harm, but would love for like there to be a gigantic world war, a world distraction
0: anyway i i just don't know how they would work it out because what i always say is like you know when world war ii started we sent like kids who had been working in factories since they were like 13 over there who wanted to go hey let's pay and a hot meal but like now know. nobody's signing up for that and no one's gonna do like let themselves get drafted for that and even if they did half of us are too fucking fat to go over there 90
3: percent well, of the kids have asthma here's the theory
2: <laughs> here's the <a> theory <laughs> and
3: nut allergies
2: Well, then you just got to find the right motivation. My theory is like, you know, like those, those guys, those kids back in the 30s, 40s, they didn't want to be working in the factories. They were like this, you know, I know we look back on it now, like, you know, like Americana, but they're just like, man, this blows. Like I'd rather get shot at instead. I'm I'm, I'm just gonna kill some, some, bitches, you know, (laughs) kill some Nazis. And uh, so nowadays it's like, we'll just take all those kids off their meds and they'll just be like, yeah, send me into the fight. Send me the fight.
4: <laughs> Chris, you, you like, said you have to find I the right motivation. I couldn't,
2: I couldn't afford a damn. I couldn't afford a happy meal or, you know, I couldn't afford, you know, couldn't afford yeah. a damn chick, uh, you know, Chick-fil-A today. Send me the fight.
4: Speaking of chicks, yeah. Uncle Sam, you know, you said the right motivation. Um, they can maybe after two years of service, they can offer like free transitions for the recruits. I think they already no, do. Uh, I don't I don't think you no, need to be on no, that no.
2: long. Oh, shoot. Or if you're a
4: prisoner, right? No.
0: Mm-hmm. Some places. Oh yeah, you can just, just yeah, you don't have to. Them, but they they're trying to do it for the military. Dang. Oh
2: Robbie, oh okay. Robbie, you don't. I'm, have to, I'm so naive. You don't, have to, you don't have to join the military and go through basic training. I'm so innocent. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. All you have to do <laughs> is like just murder someone. Coming from a progressive city as like San Francisco, I'm surprised you didn't already know this, man. Uh, yeah, I'm he sorry, does. guys. I'm he failing does, though. He's just trying. I, to,
4: it's. I know. moved out of San Francisco, you know, about a year and a half ago. I, oh, I so just you're like. Here.
2: All the indoctrinations like slowly been like uh, purged from your system.
4: I'm currently in San Francisco right now as we're <laughs> recording this, but I don't know. I'm maybe slowly. I'm I don't know. Robbie spotlight
2: <laughs> has been gentrified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all his uh, street cred and uh, uh, street smarts and street, I'm losing it. Other street stuff, street yeah. dash, whatever, <laughs> gone. gone. Oh. Gone. So You guys.
0: look at like, you know, we went to Iraq and we told the troops like, hey, you're fighting for these people. You're fighting for freedom. And, you know, at least on the troop level, they were, you know, they were arm in arm with these Iraqis. And then one day it's like, hey, you got to leave these dudes to be killed by ISIS. And yeah. then it was the same thing in Afghanistan. It's like all these translators that helped you. You know, that hill that your friend died taking. Yeah, we're just going to give that back. So that, that's how we're going to treat the, jed, the veterans on a government level. And now
2: you have this like
0: whole new generation of kids who look at those veterans, like, Hey, you fucking idiot. You went fucking went to war for oil companies. It's like, who sees that? And it's like, yeah, yeah we've, going, uh,
2: right? yeah, we, uh, we, um, yeah, we, <laughs> we really, yeah, it's it's not a good program to, we, we told somebody lies that those, We've created so many terrorists, you know, like we created a bunch of terrorists (laughs) in Iraq.
3: Many people hate us. Everybody hates us.
2: Like, imagine like the son of like some like interpreter in Afghanistan that was working with the US on a base for, and then all of a sudden they got like a pink slip on Friday and then they're dropping from an airplane. Like, yeah, like it's like, and then it's like, you got a bunch of broken people over there. I mean, that's it. It's like broken people. And then, and then like Andrew said, then you start breaking people here by like, you know, have them with their VA benefits or whatever, or oh just hiring a bunch of shoddy, you know, shoddy doctors. Um, yeah, you just you just we're just creating terrorists everywhere. We're creating well, you know, and when I say that, I'm just saying we're creating very angry people everywhere.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. All yeah. right, everybody. A choice. Have a good weekend, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Do what you want.
0: I don't like everyone's knee-jerk reaction like we've gone through so many like the conspiracies are correct in the last couple of years that it's like oh these people are attacking israel everyone's like no they're not yeah what we need happened? to go oh, like you listen to the news and it's like you know i give them shit but like that was me last week <laughs> you know what i mean about whatever given topic
2: i mean you listen to i mean yeah you listen everybody listens to everything you gotta listen to as many things as possible I think people should
3: really start, though, like letting it filter for a day. Didn't we just see like that hospital that wasn't a hospital? Really pot. Like, can we just let it? Like, like let it simmer. Like,
2: made me think of that Jerry Mitchell song about parking lot.
3: There's no time to let it simmer.
2: There's no time for that. We don't live in that world.
3: They're like, oh, immediately with the flags, and immediately we're supporting this, and immediately we're like, can I said it last week, but can we just please? If the TV's saying it, maybe just like put it through our own filter, like run it through your own internal filter of they've lied to us about everything.
2: Yeah, it's it was that was a wild. I don't know what what day that was, but where they said that the hospital got blown up, there was like a twelve-hour period there where I was like, man, I'm going to go to sleep now, but I'm not really <laughs> sure what's gonna what it's going to be like tomorrow morning because oh. people are saying some crazy stuff right now based on the hospital in the up. chat
3: and being like armed conflict <laughs> like, yeah
2: myself included you know i don't want to lie but you know then you wake up the next morning and it's like oh the hospital's still there there's a bunch of burnt up cars <laughs> in the parking lot there's no crater
3: yeah
2: and it's like oh it's lot. like the
3: pictures but, you know, are off yeah
2: i know like the night before i was like man this is Come on, I've been I've been watching this for like 30, 35 years. Just rinse, repeat. I mean, I, I know there are young people that haven't been and have picked up on it, but there's something to be said for just watching this like nonstop cycle of bullshit, like attacks, fake attacks. Like, is Israel innocent? No, but are they like let's let's go like scale one to ten. On the bullshit, the propaganda, the murder—you know—scale like okay, maybe Israel's at a two, you know, like okay, but the other guys are at a you know ten, and maybe you want to say oh no, it's more like three and eight, whatever, you know. It's like it's what it is. Hell. Let them fight. Let them fight. That's my uh, anyway. That's my take. Let them fight. And then Let they're like, hat. well, it's not fair. It's like okay. Uh, yeah, that's true. Why isn't it fair? Answer me that. Why isn't that, Why isn't it fair? Why is this one society progressing at such a rapid rate, and the other the people
3: are making graphs?
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's been some wild stuff.
3: Yeah, <laughs> there's actual Jew trackers. Like, what is that? <sighs> I don't know one person <laughs> yeah. that's Jewish. I don't know how this kick is a problem.
2: I've been getting a kick out of that because cool. I'm not really a like I will just say I'm not really a fan of any group of people out there. I don't care who you are. Like I'm from I'm, I'm some half my family's from Korea. I'm not really a really fan of you people either. You know, it's like I'm just I'm, I'm a fan of, of.
3: I'm like, when are we going to ever talk about? Yeah, what's I'm a fan like of me. Like, I'm a fan
2: of I'm a fan of me, my family, my friends, and my country. And my
3: cats. Oh, sorry. I don't, well, yeah, yeah I'm doing right now, too. but
2: yeah, <laughs> my friends that have cats. Like that's it. <laughs> That's where I'm at, Quana. I I
4: remember the Jack. uh, What is it? uh, That the popcorn, the Jack. What is it? Cracker Jacks. Back in the day.
3: Yes. Yeah, with uh, the treat. Cracker
4: Jack.
2: What? Yeah, no, no, I feel like of course course I, remember provide- this. I, I like, grew up on that. I mean, that's like half my diet when I was from age zero <laughs> to 14. Oh, boy. Yeah, remember
4: th- there used to be like toys and stickers and like oh, yeah, Jew trackers in those yeah. boxes. Tattoos. Back- yeah, tattoos. Hologram- like space age type yeah.
2: holograms and whatnot. Yeah, oh,
0: that sounds, sounds like it's something that stuff. would be in,
4: in one of those Cracker Jack boxes, uh, Quan, a, a Jew tracker. <laughs> It yours today yeah, like a little plastic thing that you like kind of yeah. put it up to the, back in the ford
2: know. factory in the, in the in the 30s you
3: know mm-hmm. what this isn't funny uh, i'm not even gonna say it yeah i'm just gonna have some more champagne
2: yeah it's I, a I'm so weird
4: it uh, i'm opposed to those uh just to let you know it's a so it's just yeah. it's
2: <laughs> some crazy stuff like out there like
3: um no there's people like i don't i don't i, I don't understand what all the hate is i, I don't under, i don't understand any of it I'm so confused by all of it. Why haven't you educated
2: yourself, yet, You're you're not being an ally right now.
3: I don't have room for it. I have too many things going on.
0: Well, here's what I can tell you. And as I can't help anything. What am I going to do? I had to
3: make a sandwich before the fucking happy hour. What am I going to (laughs) do? Like
2: I don't see a sandwich here. I don't see a sandwich in front of me. What's up, Andrew?
0: (laughs) I was just going to say, like you know, another thing that happened is everybody is now pretty unanimous that you know the war on terror was terrible. So everyone. Kind of sleeps on Islamic terrorism. Like, oh, that wasn't real. Everybody made it up. And yeah,
2: yeah. It's like uh, black or I, I, white. Everything's black and white, always. Yeah.
0: I used to play airsoft, which, if you don't know, is like a military simulation, kind of like paintball, but we try to be a little more realistic than that. And I had to go a game, to a game in, as an Islamic country. So I bought, ordered a kefia, which is the Arab head wrap. And uh, I ordered it online and I didn't, I just ordered it off of eBay. I didn't realize where I got it from. And it, didn't get it in time for the game. It came way late. I realized that I ordered it from Israel. So, years later, I'm going to college and my. Uh, we my are
3: all on a list now. This is now we're on a list.
0: Girl, you've been on a no. list for years just for knowing me, trust me. <laughs> but anyway, um, I go to class and my professor had gone over to Iraq to train police because I went to school for law enforcement. So, my professor had gone over to Iraq during the war to train their police forces and he saw me wearing it and he said, hey, did you know that that came from Israel? And I was like, Yeah, how did you know that? He's like, Listen, man, if you ever wore that in like a Muslim country or a like, Muslim part of town or like, you know, a heavily Muslim place, they kill you. <laughs> like, you shouldn't wear that out in public. I was like, Holy shit. Like, I, I was just wearing a fucking stupid scarf. And it's like, you know, one important thing to remember about all this stuff, and I don't want to be like too one sided about it, but it's like they don't teach their kids to hate Israelis. When you look at the, the politics side of it, they're like, oh, this is an occupation. This is part that. But they don't tell you, oh, like the Israelis are bad. The Israelis are bad. They tell them they don't like Jews. So when you see all these mm. Jews on the TV, mm. like I'm a Jew, but I support Palestine. It's like, a, I, I just, I don't understand that at all. I don't understand. This is not. You make Muslim a great country.
2: point. You make a great point because it's not about Israel, which is a country, a nation state that's recognized
3: that didn't exist in the 30s, but go, carry on.
2: It didn't. It did I exist. I that you know. out. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no. It was. It was. It. The state of the the state of Israel is definitely man-made by a bunch of Christians mostly. But uh,
0: there has never but
2: been. But like. But like, yeah. The original Palestine is, Karens. Palestine is not. It's. It's really. That's like a really like. um it is just the the story of like the the creation of israel is like a is like uh, it's like I a movie watch. it's like it's like dune it's like watching dune or like game of thrones or something it's really it really is like a and um a really complicated history that you have have to go way back on but
0: it is oh, wild, God. man. You hear like because when Israel was started, every country surrounded them, attacked them, and then they managed to win the war. Yeah, day one, you've been a country yeah, for fifteen one, minutes. Man. How the how, how the fuck did y'all do that?
2: They do leave that part, and it's such a it's such a crazy thing. They they leave that part out. They leave the part out where the day that it was created, that all the countries around them were like, uh, "We gotta like go time. Let's let's kill, let's destroy well, yeah, this you. place." And they and they won. And then they, ha- then they tried it again, like 20 years later, they tried it again and they law the, the, the Muslim forces around them or Arab forces around them, lost again in a really like both times they lost in a very embarrassing, like very shameful. And I'll say it probably exacerbates it. makes it worse. If any, if any of them are listening, it's like they lost in the worst. I mean, they just like, got humiliated by israel humiliated both times and that's part of it too it's like it's tough to live with that humiliation you know it's like that's that's tough and then their leaders are always telling are like using it to like stir them up and keep them in a constant state of, of victimhood
0: yeah and that's another important yeah, thing it's, to it's remember. really
2: it's really it's it's sick it's just very human though i don't know
0: when the UN first made the deal, they offered two uh, country for the Arabs and a country for the Jews, and it would have been a lot smaller than Israel, a lot smaller. And the you know the Israelis were like, "Yeah, we'll take that. We'll take anything you offer us." And they've done that several times since then. But n- every single solitary time, the Arabs were like, "No, no, no." I can I
2: mean, see, you know, it's almost biblical because you know when the, they when the Bible prophesizes that, yeah, you know, I mean it is. I mean, it, you know. I say almost because there's people that don't believe it, but um that there'd be never there'd never be peace in this region, and then you can kind of understand that when Israel was created it just dis- did displace a bunch of people that lived there for a long time, and it and it, and to humans, it doesn't matter if you lived there for ten years, 20, 50 years, like you feel like you like you're wronging me by displacing me, and that did it did displace a lot of people. And, um, it's just a very human thing for some, even though it was decided that this was the way it was going to be. It's a very human thing for people to, uh, I guess, uh, do it in a way where it was just very, it's very uh, humiliating, creates a lot of anger. Like the people that were displaced haven't forgotten and their grandkids haven't forgotten and just, yeah, it's just, uh, it's like an impossible situation to. To say that, hey, this area here that's that's occupied that's that's um in, inhabited by all these people, well, now it's going to belong to these people, and some people are going to move. But it don't worry. When I
3: was a little girl, when you
2: move, you're happen- going to be yeah. But when you move, you're going to be like everything's going to be okay. You know, you're going to be uh, you know, and it just it, that you just can't do that without making a bunch of angry people. I'll stop.
3: It happened when I was a little girl. Um, my uncle went to fight in the Vietnam War. And then they um uh, our Sacramento in the south side of Sacramento, the ref they made it refugee camps. Like they moved people, they displaced people and made it refugee camps. Mm-hmm. And it was, I mean, I I remember my grandpa being very, very, very upset.
2: Yeah, right knowing, or wrong. Like, right or wrong good or evil like you can't you can't do that without making without creating a bunch of angry people who then pass that anger down to their you know to generations so it's like but at the same time but it's but like i don't know i just say let them fight because at some point like you know wars are won and civilization versus civilizations Wars are one because one group beats the other down to where they submit.
0: I mean, if you look at you know the Japanese and what they did to us in World War II, and then what we did to them, and then you look at you know the Russians and the Germans who moved during World War II, and you know, for the most part, everybody gets along now, you know, and I mean everybody else can just put that stuff behind. I mean, you know, my grandfather fought in World War II and he had burns on his back from white phosphorus from the Japanese and would bought Japanese cars his entire life. You know what I mean? He didn't have a problem at all. And it's just like, there's some people that are that way. And then there's some people that are like, no, this is, you know, blood in the sand kind of shit. And we're, you know, we're never going to forget.
2: It was a a special time that you had a world war that was devastating, but then people were returning, but it was, it was one I think you could say that that war was won. It was actually it was actually a declared war, and then we won it. Like clearly, it was also a time where media was changing. Like there was also like all of a sudden there's t te- like the television, like uh, film. I, you know, yeah. I'm not a, I'm not an expert, but it does like there's. Um, it was just an, an amazing time in human history where like there was World War aside one, there seemed to be like clarity, like moral clarity on why they won, who was good, who was bad, like very black and white, maybe, you know, I'm probably, you know, exaggerating a little bit, but it's like, uh, but now it's like, there's conflict everywhere and no one can decide who's good or bad. There's people, there's like college students in America that are marching for Palestinians and are waving Taliban flags and Hamas flags and wearing green Hamas fucking bandanas. Meanwhile, there's American citizens that are being held hostage that were killed a couple weeks ago by this group. And there's American citizens like college students celebrating these groups. Like it's a a very base
3: base in Iraq got bombed that had American troops like stationed at it.
2: Yeah, I'm starting to think like this is about us anymore. What we're living in now is normal. Just like the confusion of like what's right or like everybody's just confused. And then like, but there was a special time in like the 40s, 50s when like there was like a, there was like good guys and bad guys, you know, maybe even in movies, there was cowboys and Indians. And I'm sorry. Yeah. But like (laughs) what I meant to say was like white hats and black hats. There you know you know go I bring you uh, into it. Wow. Clear. It was Little like clear. Over here. It was like clear. There was like good. You know, like well, you're Irish, so you're on both sides of it. I know. Yeah, okay. you're conflicted. But you know, well, it's like it was like very clear. But now it's like nothing's clear anymore. Like you know, no one really knows what's what's going on. What's what's real? What's not? Well, that's
0: what I always you know. You know you guys see me on the internet, maybe everybody watching who doesn't know, but I'm the, the big gun control guy. And like, it's just when people talk about disarming themselves, I just keep saying, like, you know, if you look at the discourse for this war, really any war anymore, including, you know, the global war on terror, I say, this is a war crime, that's a war crime, they're committing all these war crimes. Oh, the, you know, these civilians died, these, you know, news reporters died. But like World War II, it was like, for the Russians and the German both, defeat, defeat meant the end of their people, the end of their country. For the Japanese, or so they believed, it meant the end of their people. They would, they, you know, that's why they were fighting to the death, to the last man. There were no Geneva conventions. There was no like, hey, man, we're not, we're not going to use, you know, this particular type of knife because it, you know, creates this particular type of wound. And I'm telling when World War III comes or when the Civil War comes to this country, yes, we're going to list Juana. Um, There's not going to be any rules in this country that is, you know, this generation, two generations now that are just in air conditioning and Netflix, and I myself entirely they ain't ready for it.
2: I understand why there are why why there's the Geneva Convention or war rules and all that kind of stuff, but like like I understand why they're, they're there because like people want to talk about these things and like list them and make lists and write things. But it's like when the, when the shit kicks off, like they're not there, they're not there.
3: I shared something in a group the other day that they said that the only reason why we haven't been invaded by whatever is because of our second amendment, right? Because they assure that there's X amount of weapons in every house that that's why it's not because we're worried about our, million our we think our, we think our military is so great, or our government's going to protect us. It's because every home has a way to protect themselves. So I don't know.
2: Yeah, I think we know that. So then the powers that be know that as well. So they're always trying to trying to take that away. But um, yeah, that's the best thing that I think the United States has going. The United States mainland. Maybe not. Didn't our we inter- just like not win our something interests- like
3: that in California? with the we're able to have like the big guns now
0: and the
3: magazines
0: the or whatever it be law. you guys oh, won like a small victory me. maybe
2: like a small the assault
0: weapons ban in california got overturned and a couple of months ago the uh, magazine ban got overturned the supreme court is the new supreme court is waiting war on these blue state gun laws but yeah just i think it was yesterday or the day before the assault weapons ban got overturned by a, uh, I think an appellate court. So pretty soon it's going to go to the Supreme court and we'll see how that goes. But for now, they're they Gavin there's was- been a
2: radical, like, even though like our, like what we, yeah, you know, I gotta, I gotta say that, like, even though that we see that our culture is going so left and like, so like weird, there's like the gun laws are going way. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like more States, like, I don't know, like, what is it? 13, 14. I don't know. I don't know how many States now maybe it's more close to 20 states to have like just um, your concealed carry permit is your, is the second amendment. <laughs> and if you can buy a gun, you can carry it at all times. Like wherever you go. Like, So yeah, the, the gun laws in the United States have gone a different direction while yeah, the I culture right. has gone on a different 20.
0: direction. I want to say you you were right. It's somewhere around 20.
2: And it's growing, I think, and and this trend is that it's going even higher. Like more and more states are are kind of giving up to the fact that yeah you know, they're going to have to let let people like the courts are saying that yeah people just can buy go go to Dick's Sporting Goods and buy a pistol and just keep it on them all the time.
3: Be done with
0: that. <laughs> Y'all should have seen me. That's why I Don't now. leave the house. <laughs> When I was doing Uber Eats a couple of weeks ago, they sent me to some neighborhoods. I was like, Omar from the wire, man. I had a fucking gun, pepper spray, <laughs> trench coat, just wandering around. Like, y'all want your Burger King? <laughs>
2: I'm just like, I hope these people, yeah, they're like willing to pay for delivery fees for Burger King. They better hope they don't kind of kill me. Yeah, like hope they're yeah. like, they value their life. <laughs> By the way, yeah. i like to take I this opportunity... Think and uh, thank our sponsor Grubhub for the, uh, today's episode. Anyway, continue. Quana.
3: <laughs> no, I always want to order because I, um, I eat a little healthy, but I love the Crunchwrap Supreme from Taco Bell. And mm-hmm. I only want it when I'm like super hungover. And so I want it like to come to the house, but then I look online, like to do it. And it's like $17, $27, something for a Crunchwrap Supreme. And I just can oh, never bad. pull the trigger on it. Jesus. Know, yeah, even so here, crazy. like
2: we don't really have a good DoorDash network here. It's just too suburban, but like I, I, I go there. I'm, I haven't gone there in a while, but like, I'd say that the number of times I would go to those sites like DoorDash or whatever, all the other ones are. I I would yeah. like I probably my my cl- the close rate was like ten percent because at some point yeah. I would get to the point where it's was like what this could be like thirty <laughs> I could go to the grow thirty dollars to like get like one thing like what like no okay never mind yeah, yeah, well, yeah, and yeah, I think everybody's figuring reason. that uh, I think their investors are probably figuring that out too because they're all you know, cratering because yep. people don't realize like yeah. these companies don't make en- they're never going to make any money.
0: And the dude who delivers that food gets like three dollars.
3: I always tip really good because I figure if we're spurging on it, my husband calls it my bullshit fees. But like, you're bullshit. spurging to do that, like I'm going to like tip that person that's bringing the food because it is a like it's crazy. But I will never do it for just myself. I only do it when I have to feed others. Because like, girl mm. dinner for me could be a glass of champagne and. <laughs> rice. Of cheese. <laughs> I had rice tonight. Yeah. Oh, you guys, it's Friday again. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? We have to oh, be we grateful. We have to be grateful, grateful, grateful. Talk about especially something especially you, know, sir. I know, but you're like, oh, it's you can find all these ways to be miserable about whatever or your friend told you you're going to go there, you're going to hate your life, you're going to hate the day in front of you, whatever. Those are choices. You can choose to love the day in front of you, too. You could be the happiest motherfucker in that Jeep
0: plant. You could be like, I love Jeep. (laughs) I'll I'll be honest with you. You know, I I got to that point to a certain degree. Like, I got on a team, and once I learned that team, and I knew what I was doing, and everything was going good, and it didn't hurt quite so much anymore, it was all right. Yeah. You know, it took a while, but, you know, it... I and it got to the point where like, if I was even before we went on strike, you know, if I had to take a day off during the week or two days off during the week, I'd be like, what the fuck am I doing? You know?
3: Yeah. Well, I love it for you there. And I think that you went at the right time and all the things, the stars aligned for you before well, I- we wrap. And while I have this opportunity, Andrew, I want to say that I love you and you're so special to me. And I know you know why, and maybe people know why, but when I was sick, like, you really made the Ace whole community, like, so accessible to me, and I just love you, and I, I will always love you forever for that reason, so I just want to say thanks for coming tonight and being on while I'm here, and I love you, so.
0: Yeah. I love you too, honey. Sorry.
3: All right. And you. you know, if shit goes down, I'm coming to sit behind your guns. <laughs>
4: oh yeah. I'm I'm hiding behind uh McGee.
3: I know, Andrew. <laughs> you go, McGee. Yeah,
4: yeah. You have a long job from
3: California.
0: Oh.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. My neighbor across the street probably has us covered. Hopefully we love him too. But yeah. Anyways. Happy Friday, everybody.
4: Yes, happy Friday.
0: Thanks, well, everybody, for okay. tuning One in. Last One last thing. We actually, I, I forgot to mention, we just got word this morning that we uh, they kind of gave in. They're going to hire, with the, the word they use was thousands of us, which is way better than we thought. That doesn't mean it's me, because uh-huh. I'm about way down the list, so we don't know what the deal is, but we just, we got some good news on that today.
3: Yes. Right on. Well, I hope it's you. Cool. I'll keep praying that it's you, you know, because you deserve benefits and all the things. Like, Yeah you got, you're way, like literally building cars for the people that are riding them on the streets. like it's a big deal, yeah, yeah,
2: and go to the forty hour work week, don't do sixty that's insane amount of work oh, gotta, I,
3: understand.
2: I understand, but you gotta have yeah. like a, a well balanced, a well balanced you know work life situation going otherwise, but you know. Yeah. That's just my my point of view. That's not how I'm not here to tell you how to live, man. But thanks for joining us. Thank you, everybody, <laughs> for tuning in and supporting. Shot to honk the clown who's been active in the fucking chat. Are we done already? Exactly. No. Well, yeah. I don't know if you had something we're else that you up? wanted. Yeah, we're wrapping up unless you had something else that you wanted to touch on, Christopher.
4: Uh, real quick, I got a tip for, for Andrew. Um, if you want to make some extra cash, um, since you work with Jeep, uh, once you're back, just a little, every day, steal a part, like a car part. Kind a little can, converter, bro. In your, in your backyard, <laughs> just build a Jeep, you know, a week yourself, and then you'll <laughs> have like a fleet of Jeeps, and then you can just, on the side, like a side gig, just Jeep, 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 and sell a Jeep. Jeeps.
0: When I started working there, so I would full, play like a jeep
2: for like at like six percent, yep. yeah, yeah, APR. When
0: I started working there, I would play Johnny Cash as like one one piece at a time. Like you guys, like seriously, like, like it's ironic. And they would look at me like, what? But how do you not know this song? It's literally about you. <laughs>
2: there we go. There we go. There so we're not going to talk about the, all those uh, Generation Z kids that can't afford to food, eat.
3: Yes, we, we should. If you, we whatever we... you're up to, I thought you. I thought you. You've you've made a couple exits, so I thought maybe you weren't feeling great. I was trying to. Oh, I feel great. Take care uh, of you, no, I. I feel
2: great. <laughs> talk that was about an extra break, like.
3: That
4: great. I, said,
2: I just had to, you know, take a break for a minute. Okay. <laughs>
3: uh
4: Oh. He had to take a half an edible. Nah. that's how great he is. No, I'm
2: just, I don't, I'm not a uh-huh. but yeah. Uh, you know, I don't, wanna, I don't, I don't want to interrupt Manny's exit or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> I know it'd be weird. I, I figure <laughs> let's leave the fucking, let's leave the people hanging on a, on a cliffhanger and then, you know, come back next week and we'll talk about those starving Gen Z kids or whatever the fuck else is going on. I'm confused. <laughs> You're floating in the Aurora Borealis. I, I am. Said, I said that. Yes, I said the words. Robert's R- last. R- just Remember, just drink, drinking
0: champagne up in here. Yep. And just remember, if you have Dippy on, it's either going to be porn or horribly depressing. That's the rule. Well, it's a good thing. Oh my god! Porn. Is that the
3: electric truck? What's Dippy on? Is that the truck?
2: If he has, has him on. What? I think he said if he ha- if we have him on, yeah. It's either Oh, porn. Okay. okay. Yeah, the topics. Yeah. I thought
3: he said I said he said Dippy on, which I thought was like on.
2: No, no, he'd be referring to himself as Giffy. You know, he likes to talk in the third person. Sometimes, but he said like the nah, French. There were some. I've
3: French been here I've been hearing.
2: I've been hearing a lot about Dippy on lately. Hmm. No, it's no, the new kidding.
4: hot DJ. <laughs> do you,
2: do you I don't dip? watch
3: porn. I've never watched porn. I only saw the Pam and Tommy porn.
2: Don't start it. It'll fuck with your brain. Seriously. Uh, no, I think we need to we need to turn things around. Let's not talk about porn. Start thinking about <laughs> yeah. start thinking about and talking about things that are awesome about this country. Yeah. Why, Cleanse why, your mind. Why oh need, my God. Why we need to save yeah. it. Why we need to kick some ass and like get start getting real. Start getting real to ready. save it. That's what I'm talking about.
3: I'll take the night shift because I'm up at three in the morning every night anyway. So I will take the night shift if There they you need go. me. I'm ready
2: did i say it? I no like not, no like we should all get some sleep we should fight hard we should we need to fight back against the man but we all need to get some sleep
3: i know but i i'm saying anyways so i'll do the fighting against the man in the night
2: oh uh, okay me okay yeah. oh it's like I'll a night, night shift. shift yeah my bad well you my think man.
3: it takes a day off they're building jeeps 24 hours a day you don't think we're fighting in the war 24 hours a day think people are going to sleep
2: I don't know if,
0: are they building Jeeps 24? I don't uh, know. Like, they take Sundays off. They take,
3: off, they take Sundays 22
0: off. A day. 22 hours a day or about there's an hour between each shift. Oh. It doesn't get run. So, generally know, uh, I bet they're, the building a lot
2: of, they're building a lot of those Toyota t- Hiluxes. You know what I mean? That's my truck right there. Uh, give me a Hilux. Let's go. I know. Why, why aren't they popular they're here? Because they don't sell them here. They're sold overseas. Like a gun mount in the back that you could use for fishing. Yeah. Like a fishing rig on there, like (laughs) do some beach surf fishing. Like the Toyota Hilux does not need to be used for terrorism and like, uh, you know, taking over villages, whatnot. It can be used for fishing, hunting, uh, just driving around town.
1: We
3: before, but it it's burning up gas, and that's all I care about. So
2: yeah, people should burn up more gas.
0: That's very American you're not making any,
2: you're not making any electric cars, are you, Andrew? No
0: make, right now we make a, we make a partial hybrid I think it goes like thirty miles on electric and then it has to go back to gas. That's the only thing they don't have a all electric jeep or an all electric gladiator yet, thankfully
1: Sometimes
0: those electric cars are easier to put together and sometimes they're not. It depends on what job you're on.
2: You know, the best the best advertisement I've been thinking about this week for electric cars is like uh Iran, Iraq, <laughs> uh Saudi Arabia. Just talking about these MFers more. You know what I mean? Qatar, Gutter. Your whatever, government whatever trying to
3: control you, so maybe you shouldn't have a car that fucking plugs like in I really, the really don't want grid.
2: I really don't want a electric vehicle that needs a battery that requires, like, slave labor in Afri- Africa to, like, make the battery. But uh, I also do uh, kind of hate these other countries that uh, have all the oil. They something. really
4: got your wallet in a vice, my friend. Which one f- do you
2: which one do you support? I'm <laughs> not, not real fond of them. Which one do you support? I don't know. I take it day by day.
4: As you should, man.
2: Mostly, As I'm for the. Should. I guess I'm for the. I'm for the kids. <sighs> for the well, kids? many. Yeah, well, many people don't know that we share uh, that we what have in common uh, is with Wu-Tang is that we're for the children. So, is that one of their things oh, yeah. too? Yeah, wu for the For the children. For the children. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. So yeah. is endless runners. Let the people yeah. know.
1: For the, the learning
2: kids. Things. <laughs> I love learning things about the you know the Chinese dynasties, you know? <laughs> history.
3: Hey, you're our Asian representation, Christopher. So get your shit together.
2: Uh yeah. Nah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Not tonight. Okay. But yeah, these, like <laughs> there's
2: a bunch of generation like Z kids out there that can't that can't they're not eating. Is that what's going on? And they need to eat the bug soon or something. Are they opting to not eat anymore or is it like I some new I see all these videos these days of uh, or is it like a a new younger, diet fad? Uh, it could be a little bit of both. There seems to be a fad on the internet of uh, younger folks saying that they can't afford their food. That tracks. But every time I see, well, you know, and I do empathize, empath empathize em- empathize empathize. Is there a pH in there? There's a P. No H, empathize. empathize or emphasize. There's a T H, not a P H. Yeah, no em, emph,
3: empathize.
2: It's a P H. Empathize emph. with those folks, like. But it's like, I remember when I was in my twenties, I ate spaghetti like every day, like spaghetti and meat sauce. So, I see a wow. bunch of people making videos with their smartphones, and uh in their like the last one I saw, the late, the girl was like complaining about how. Poor she was, but she had two sunroofs in her car. I'm saying that. <laughs> that's because she spent all her money on those sunroofs, maybe. But also, like, do they make cars without two sunroofs anymore? They do. I have one. Oh, okay. Do they, but mm-hmm. yeah, do they make them now?
3: So we yeah. are car dealer We used to be car dealers by trade, and my kids both drive well, have driven like some of the shittiest cars you've ever seen in your life because I think a car will humble. A motherfucker faster than anything in the world so i i say to everybody if you have children let them drive the most fucked up cars because the reason why is you get pulled over by the law That's because character. they pull you over for being poor they don't oh, pull you for being black they pull you, yep gives all of the things like Teaches you get to get things. all of all of the lessons my kids have been pulled over several times
2: and they realize because they're poor not because they're you know, not because they're in, white,
3: because you know. my children are white as fuck. Yes, the whitest, whiter than Andrew.
0: Mm. <laughs> what are you doing? sweeping the nation.
2: That's quite the flex, there. <laughs> no, that, I, I, yeah, I like that because you got to find ways to teach your privileged children the lessons of the world.
0: Did you get up. to work at grocery stores? You will be confronted by every problem society has to offer from the top of the spectrum to you will get rich white ladies who are cunts. Oh, sorry. I how to say that, that was right. my
3: daughter's first job. She joined a union. And she drove a Duke Liberty.
2: Yes. Uh, by using <laughs> that word, you've cost us so much money.
0: <laughs> but yeah, homeless people.
2: We lost sponsors.
0: <laughs> <laughs> God damn it.
2: That's the funniest part of the show.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, but yeah we're just gonna list off every job where people yeah, it's like, no one's happy
3: <laughs> no one's happy
2: <laughs> we're like every job you work you can be accosted by some karen
3: oh my god my you son get- worked at bevmo during the fucking pandemic every drunk motherfucker that couldn't that had to stand in line for their booze was cussing his was ass out and
2: that was uh oh. i mean they they i hope they They need to film that. Like, so when you cut off, when you like shut down all of society, except for the booze store, (laughs) but then you keep the booze store open, Mm -hmm. but then you have like real strict regulations (laughs) and there's a line like three miles down the street and it's like, and it's like, like, Hey, are you in the line for this booze store or that booze (laughs) store? That's how long the line is. I was like, I'm Mike. in line for the sperm bank, I don't know what booster we you were talking about. <laughs> oh, you're one of the lucky ones. <laughs> I was like, I was, I'm going yeah. for both.
3: Man, <laughs> yeah, I was mad by proxy like the whole time. Like, you have no idea how many drunk, but you know how I'm not gonna even say it, but a <laughs> lot of women in their middle ages were yelling at my poor boy about the line and not be able to access their Zinfandel. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, because their poor Zinfandels is going to save them.
3: I know. The it's going to come pain. to their
2: rescue. I just see a lot of oh, videos man. of people complaining. There's one. That, this, this, this lady was like doing a video about how she went to a grocery store to get lunch. And she thought <laughs> she was going to save money. And she was talking about things like prepare like pre like a bunch of pre-prepared stuff mm-hmm. pre-prepared pre-packaged meals stuff, or whatever yeah, like pre-packaged salads right right right. Just, yeah just enunciating
3: yeah. like i like it champion. It's good.
2: It's uh,
3: good. your <laughs> annunciation is good
2: pre-prepared okay. salads uh and i was like what who like, what's wrong with her parents? Like, who did she not have parents that taught her? Like, you can't go to a grocery store for lunch. <laughs> you go to a grocery I store, if you want a cheap meal, you either go to, like, Taco Bueno. I don't know if you have those here around here, but, you know, like, a cheap place. Like, you go to, like, a fast food place, or you get, like, you go to the grocery store to get a week's worth of cheap meals.
3: Uh, you don't go to the grocery store
2: to get, like, a a cheap meal because you're going to pay a bunch for this over like, you know what? Paper. your
3: fucking toxic masculinity is shining through because definitely at the Thank motherfucking you. grocery store that. there's an entire section where you can grab a sub sandwich you can grab a little small uh, greek salad you can grab a piece of fried chicken and you can get like oh i want cheap piece of fried chicken and some potato wedges
0: yeah. I was just gonna the say, line? friend of the show, uh, Cindy Reza, if she's listening to this, is standing on top of her chair screaming, unless yeah. it's public. Because Publix, yeah. on the face of the planet,
3: the best. You get <laughs> okay. like that stuff. What right. are you talking about? Your white I guess privilege.
2: You, I guess you guys thought you've won this <laughs> the Wawa. Won this this exchange. But here in what time, you know about? what do you know about inex- a Wawa?
3: I don't,
4: you don't I don't you
2: don't know what's in my heart or my brain. You don't know what a video I saw. This chick was talking about like she got a sand. Like I know what a Publix is. What do you? <laughs> I lived in Florida. All right, Andrew McLeod. I, I lived in Florida Wilson. for. You've triggered the man. Watch out!
1: Yeah. I out. I lived, in Florida, for, I lived in Florida
2: for I lived in Florida for seven years, buddy. I went to Publix all the time. They had the best. <laughs> like they would get like they would have pretzel That's peach. Like, I love.
3: Dutch crunch.
2: No, they would have these bags of like. Uh, so I'm a big fan of Snyder's sourdough pretzels, whole ones, yeah. but like Publix would have the bag of like broken ones because you always break them anyway. Of course. <laughs> for like a great deal. Like I went to Publix all the time, but this video I saw, you haters, I'm talking mm-hmm. to all four of you. I just said except nothing except for Manny because he's you know he's laughing along.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all three. Uh, all three. Uh, okay. of you.
2: Yeah. Uh this lady was talking about going to get like a uh like a steak sandwich, like a pre-prepared salad. She bought a bottle of water. So I was like that that's what that's what I'm talking about. She's she went to the grocery store and thought she was going to get like a cheap lunch, but she bought like $30 worth of food for one meal. And I'm saying that was you got to buy spaghetti. she fat? No, no, she was attractive, I think. Yeah. I mean <laughs> You like, think why? Why is, is she ugly of character? What well, no, makes her dot her appearance? Internet. Okay, it's the internet, damn it. Okay, all right. And you know, you know how, how
0: public not
2: cheap. You know how the internet works.
0: Yeah,
2: or do not showing a bunch of ugly people complaining? They're showing a bunch of hot no, ladies complaining. You are
3: right. There is a generation. Yeah. There, okay. Four. All right.
2: Good night, everybody.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> do what you want. It's been real. <laughs> <laughs> Chris was, vindic- was vindicated, and he's like, "Yes, finally, my time my to shine."
3: Finally, we're get done.
2: A- man. Get my finger on the end button right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh All boy! Right, go, a- go ahead. I'm not afraid.
3: No, it's fine.
2: Whenever oh. you start a sentence with "You're right," I'm not, a- I'm not afraid. <laughs> I told
3: you, I am all about I feel like men are I watched the Barbie movie last night and I'm here to tell you that (laughs) what's your review on it? I didn't like
2: it. No, what's wrong with it?
3: Like nostalgia wise, I loved it. Like the dog pooping the raisins, all the things like I fucking loved it. The nostalgia of it, like the outfits. I'm like, oh, my God, my Barbie had that. But imagine like a little brown with her frizzy, curly fucking black hair and all my Barbies are white and beautiful. And that's why I wanted Kylie, which I have. So I'm super grateful. But, like, all of the outfits, super nostalgic. Like, tears were falling down my face for, like, when I saw, like, the cute things that I remember from my childhood. But they took a turn. And they were like, fuck Ken. Like, they just, they they fucking, they Ken so hard in that movie. It's not cool. It's,
1: like,
3: it's not okay. cool. It's
1: not cool, man. <laughs>
3: I was like, I love Ken. I always loved Ken. Like he was, he slept on top of my Barbies. Like he could cover
4: Am Damn, you freaky with your Barbies. Yeah, like,
3: you I know. don't know. I'm just saying poor Ken. They fucked him over in that movie. But I fell in love with Ryan Gosling in the notebook. So I might have like residual stuff. I don't know. But I, I said I wouldn't, I would never have bought that movie. Obviously, because of commercialism, but Bill bought it for me last night thinking it would be a gift. And I mean, it was good. I thought it was good.
2: <laughs> now you hate him.
3: <laughs> yeah, obviously.
2: <laughs> Movie did uh, its job. Yeah, Ryan Gosling, I, I like him, but I'm not sure why. Uh, Cause cause I wanna- also
3: want to mention that I have, there's like 1,600 movies in our. Comcast library, and the only other one besides the Barbie movie that is mine is The
0: Hammer. So I just want to put,
2: put that The Hammer.
0: There. Cheers to I you. I also have an enormous movie yeah. collection. <laughs>
3: but only two of them are mine. The Hammer and this one that I didn't buy. I didn't buy this one. The Barbie's not mine, but there's only two in that collection and The Hammer and the Barbie movie are
2: mine <laughs> I'm looking I'm looking at a a picture of a Native American Barbie right now. Yeah, hold on. Let me yeah. do the screen share for you guys. It's a special edition. Hold on. I oh, got boy. it. Inspired it by it better the, be
3: for my fucking Instagram when my abs look like Kim Kardashians and I was wearing oh no, it's not.
2: Inspired okay. by the traditional dress of the first Americans exclamation point.
3: And what year did that come out? In Ooh. the eighties? In the seventies? Nice. No
2: yeah what year I would you want
0: yesterday i know
2: <laughs> yeah, sure.
0: everybody in my town was like oh fuck we don't have one of those <laughs> there's a
3: picture of my little brown ass clutching a blonde baby alive like my life depended on it
0: i want a blonde as baby as i forever, frequently so. told you you are not brown you are red
3: i know i'm red
2: oh yeah yeah thank you thank you, you gotta get your racism out. right man Thank you for bringing that cultural perspective to our show. <laughs> That's what we asked him on here. What,
3: what makes the red man Nothing. red? Right. Well, she's oh.
2: half, half. The other half is like the
3: other half is red too. E-
2: extremely pres- per- uh, oppressive. <laughs> yeah. And angry. And drunk. Yeah.
3: Both sides drunk as hell. <laughs> A lot of,
2: lot of drinking. Lot of. Lot yeah. of lot of. Yeah, like there's a lot of like, yeah, like they don't like the whiteies, but they like they are the whiteies too. But like the Irish, you know, like they don't like whiteies, but they are.
3: My know. father is black Irish. He doesn't have red hair, has black hair, but his skin is like white as porcelain. So yeah. Anyway, they call black Irish
2: people should eat more spaghetti. Like if they th- things aren't going great, right? Times a little tough, whatever. You spaghetti. know what?
3: I had rice for dinner. I made, I told you, champagne and rice. I well, made You're it. plan
2: on drinking. Like you drank, you know, like to be fair, you, you <laughs> ate like three cents worth of rice and like $40 worth of champagne. <laughs> Let's, you know, you're
1: I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have said rice. that. <laughs> true. Ramen
0: noodles no. have no right to taste as good as they are. So what? So the ramen noodles have no right to taste as good as they do. Oh, uh, yeah, they got something want? figured out. Yeah,
3: that's why I had rice because, yeah, I didn't want ramen.
2: Those uh, Japanese chemists them. or whatever that are making like 800 different types of ramen flavors, or whatever, whether it be crab or whatever it is, like, yeah, they got something figured out where they uh, it's good. It's all that MSG, bro. That's what it is. That's probably what it is. I right? love it. But mm-hmm. I'm so puffy, but eat more spaghetti as I've been trying to, trying to. That's the message I've been trying to put out here. Is uh and I'm rallying behind that message. I, I had some I had spaghetti 20s. a few yeah. mo- a few weeks ago, and I I had I helped myself to about six servings because it's oh, been a while. A, oh, okay. Well, it's a long time ago three weeks, but it's uh it's a lot of servings to also make up for it. But in one sitting, sir. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like when I was in my 20s, I had spaghetti, like I don't know, sixty percent of my meals were spaghetti. What about, or hamburger like, helper based? Well, my mom, when I was like younger, I ate a lot of hamburger helper, a lot of tuna helper, that kind of stuff. Like my mom, she made make that stuff. But when I was in my twenties and like. You specifically were just like really, focusing on spaghetti. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to make spaghetti and I get like, you know, you get like, I mean, spaghetti noodles were like next to nothing. Mm-hmm. And then you get a bunch of like jars of sauce for also next to nothing. Back Mm -hmm. then at least now it's like you know you're better off having your own i really am i have no idea what stuff costs now but like the uh (laughs) but then you'd like season it you would season it like the way you want it you know and then you make garlic bread out of like hot dog rolls we had it all yeah Yeah. We had it all like has anybody ever had like has anybody ever had all the time better like hot dog rolls
3: of course, a million percent. Buy, do yourself a favor. And when you're at Trader Joe's, get those brioche buns. They're ridiculous. Put those under the broil with some butter on them. Ridiculous.
4: And y'all are making me Always. so hungry right now. Fuck yeah. off.
3: <laughs> Don't get me started on how to make a hot dog delicious or weird noodles delicious. I eat weird noodles all the time, butter noodles. I you eat weird noodles up. all the time. Yep. Yeah bucatini is my favorite yep. oh
2: like uh, diff- uh, what what is that shape like noodle it's
3: like a spaghetti noodle but it's it's like if you um if you were to like uh spit <laughs> what's it called like uh, that but oh you, a
4: spitball yeah you,
3: yeah you blew out a um an angel hair spaghetti <laughs> and what was left is a bucatini if you angel hair a spaghetti out of the middle of a bucatini, it's like a long spaghetti, but it's hollow in the middle. Can't even explain it. It's so good. It's the best because all the sauce goes in the middle. It's the best noodle. It's the very best noodle, bucatini. Can't
4: I'll
3: keep that in mind, mind for next time. Keep it in mind. It's like if you spit out spaghetti and you hollowed out the noodle, it's not fettuccine, so it's not flat. And on the outside, there's like ribbing. It's the best
2: ribs for her it. pleasure, guys. It is. What? What? <laughs> are we still talking shit. about food? What was the? No, no, the last ninety seconds. The last ninety seconds were very confusing.
3: Bucatini. Bucatini. It's the best.
2: Bucatini Not even sounds like an alias, street alias, or somebody. but I'm just gonna start stop what talking because it's just like it's just like all kinds of crazy like. I don't know. Hey, you ran into yeah, Bucatini lately? Man, that fucking bum owes me $30. What the fuck? It's been spitting no. everywhere. Like I'm yeah. Spitting. Like
3: no. No, no, no. If you took a like a, a straw of pasta and you I'm blew keep it going out, with this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think we're gonna bring it on home with on this note, honestly. <laughs> no, right, no, keep done. trying. Keep trying to explain.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. For Andrew.
3: Bucatini. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's what we're going to call Andrew from here on out what up Bucatini <laughs> <laughs> Andrew what Shoot do you what, uh, do you have any parting messages for the people <laughs> for the world like what should we be <gasps> worried about right now which we be tried thinking about? to
3: end it beautifully Christopher we almost ended it beautifully we were like in tears it's Andrew all right. like, covered his face and then you were like Hey, let's talk about Bucatini.
2: We gave the people an encore. That's all that matters. This is what these last 20 minutes have <laughs> that was been. Like, that was like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, that's what these last 30 minutes have been. has been the encore. So, it's all good. A, got,
0: so, if I that, minutes, as I would say, just stop watching the news. And that includes with the strike. There's a lot of shit that goes on with the UAW strike on the news that it's just nah. I don't believe what you see.
2: Yeah, I'm glad to have you on because, uh, well, first of all, um, uh feels like I asked you that question and all my other co-hosts attacked me about it. <sighs> I noticed that, but then second of all, you did have an answer and you said some very important things right there. You're very right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I'm glad you had, I had you on because I, I real, I figured that whatever I hear about it is bullshit. So, Thanks, man. Well, you Thanks
0: know, all the shows of you guys that I've missed over the last couple of years and all the Corolla shit that I missed, uh, we have a saying at the plant. It's each leap jeep. It's all I do. I go to sleep, I wake up, I go to work, and that's all it's been. So I'm happy to finally talk to you guys. Oh, yeah. I have some time off to do it, but I'm ready to go back to work. It's my parting. parting well, message.
2: You know what? If this keeps stretching on, you come back whenever you want. You're always welcome. Yeah. Your and to my co-hosts,
0: glorious,
2: uh, as usual. to my co-hosts, uh, in your face. In your <laughs> face. All right.
3: Yours, too. Blow a Bukatuni.
2: What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on that just, note. <laughs> that's mean. I don't know why you got to do that. She does what she wants, man. Get on, everybody. Do what get you on. want. Get on. Do what you want.
3: Don't get me started on how to make a hot dog delicious. Stop right now.
2: What is up? This is producer Moleman with your plugs. First off, if you want to find us on Facebook, look up Endless Randers Podcast and you'll see us join up, have fun, mingle with all the listeners, throw in some shade at us if you want. If you want to reach out to us on Twitter, it is Endless Randers. Instagram is Endless Randers Podcast. If you want to reach out to us individually, you could find Chris on Twitter at gratefulred1 and 1 is a number, not the actual word spelled out, so gratefulred and then the number 1. Robbie Spotlight, you could find him across all socials under the Robbie Spotlight name. You could find me under How We Figure Twitter, Instagram and the podcast. And thank you for listening, thank you for supporting. Get it on